What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Radcast. I'm Andrew DiMolanta. My friends call me Rogue Leader. Ooh, and I'm Nikki DiMolanta, and everybody calls me Demi. What a like a past like the past month, I should say. I'll tell you Pre- what. Pretty much, it's that we've had. It's been a lot. It's been yeah. If, for those of you who follow us on Beyond the Showdown, like you're pretty much aware of like the past couple of weeks of madness that we have. First, it started off really good with you know celebration which was an awesome time. It did. Well, it started even further back than that. Did it? The month of May. It the month of May started mm. with the craziness of you have you having family in town. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. And us going to your parents' house mm-hmm. and seeing your family that your brother and his and our sister-in-law and their kid, our nephew. nephew yeah. That that was the first time we were meeting him. Yeah. They were in town from California and then we didn't realize until we got there that on like this the last day or whatever that was like oh by the way we're inviting over like all the other family that's <laughs> yeah. here in town yeah because they haven't seen any of us in a while and so it, like yeah. andrew's uh 57 cousins came over <laughs> it's th- with their 82 kids <laughs> <laughs> so the the proper number is is uh my three other cousins wives wives one wasn't there cuz she was, she was ill um and then one of my like the other one of the cousins only has two kids and they were you know you know they're older not old but uh and then one of them only is has has one and expecting one so that was but he's like tiny he's like what like not even a year old between your three cousins they mm-hmm. have eight kids yeah between those three yeah cousins that you have there's eight yeah. children amongst the old yeah because the oldest cousin has like four kids <laughs> and they're all boys it's the kind yeah. of thing where it's like you know how when you have people that have like fun personalities big mm-hmm. personalities whatever you want to call it um it's kind of like you could have 10 people in a room and it feels like 20 yeah it was kind of like that yeah that's what happens usually with kids when you got kids in the mix yeah they they they, they yeah. have the energy of about three people yeah it, like the older ones were were like they're in that that stage they're, the, they're like preteen, like 11 12 they're they were that like too cool for school yeah but they're <laughs> still play call of duty black ops yeah uh, uh, people but they were they were well the behaved so ghost the, protocol the, uh, that's yeah. a mission impossible yeah, i don't know i don't know what's called <laughs> ghost protocol <laughs> <laughs> i don't know zombies <laughs> whatever the new call of duty no but you know what i mean the older ones were well, well behaved no, they were great. they were very they were so great they, they played girl. yeah they played of our um of our daughter um they were chasing around but then the um <laughs> the younger kids yeah came in and it's just like the atmosphere just shifted it, it just became they were just it became a wild animal house because <laughs> i remember because that you know the group of cousins that came, came over i remember what we were like we were six boys mm-hmm. all boys and i remember how just i remember the stories of us being mm-hmm. ridiculously rambunctious we had i'm probably sure i told this story before on one of our podcasts yeah, i'm sure you did of uh we when we got together we just caused havoc and we called it wrestlemania mm-hmm. <laughs> and no, like and usually ended patience. up with one of us getting hurt nope don't have the patience for that <laughs> and that was pretty much what happened when the the young like because the the like I said, the 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 older ones that were like eleven, twelve, pretty well behaved. The but like the ones that were like ranging from age four to seven. I mean, there was like six months to seven. Yeah, that's when six. it got out of got out of control. Was it was just, just like it was a lot. A lot of people mm-hmm. felt like more than it was. Yeah, like ten men feel like a hundred. Yeah, and I'm not saying like these kids were like were, were like bad kids. No, or not anything. at all. No, no, it was no. just, it's just a their kids. Spirited bunch. <laughs> yeah, they're just kids. And so, yeah, that was that was a, a really fun time. Mm-hmm. It was a lot of fun for our little girl to be able to see mm-hmm. her cousin for the first meet, you know, her one cousin for the first time. Mm-hmm. The other one she'd met before. So for them, her to be able to see them again, that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun. And it was just it was great because it was a lot of family we had not seen in a yeah. long time since pre pandemic. Yeah, yeah. So in that regard, it was so much fun it was it was nice to see our nephew because like she loves her him so much (laughs) (laughs) it took a while from because he he's very shy at first but then it took oh you know we were there for a day and then he started getting come out of of shell a little bit and then they just they you couldn't stop them from playing well yeah but also a lot of times our little girl (laughs) was like all over him yeah and like hug attacking him and he's just kind of looking at his dad like Yo, you're going to help me with that? <laughs> Get her off of me. Dad. 
<laughs> like at one point they're playing and her cousin just looks over at the adults and he goes, she's loud. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah. But like when he did start, when they did start warming up to them and they are just caught, she copied him most of the time. Oh, she's a little mimic. Yeah. yeah. And she loves people. He's only like a month older than her. Mm-hmm. So they were a great little. Yeah. Uh, not, it's not even an age gap. They're they're perfect for you. They're, yeah, they, they, we we talked about like every. We talked to my brother about like what he does and what she does, and like they're the exact same kid. Yeah, but all I think we said this on our last show. They're, they're the same kid, but they're two sides of a different, like two sides of a coin. Yeah, basically the same kid, but their personalities are are still are different. S- still different. He's very reserved and and like and like uh, takes him a while to warm up with people. She loves people. Yeah, she'll go sit and. Like we go to this one activity every Saturday with a bunch of like kids and she'll go up to parents and just sit in their lap. Yeah. She'll go up to other parents that aren't us and just sit in their lap. She loves people. And they look at us. It's usually like it's usually a mom, which I'm okay with. Mm -hmm. And like she'll just go sit in some other lady's lap and she'll like look over at me and I'm like, sure. (laughs) (laughs) And the moms are always cool. They're like, oh, yeah. okay, sweet. (laughs) But. Yeah, that was a really fun time. Mm-hmm. It just made us nervous because being around that many people. Yeah. And we were like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of kids. Mm-hmm. I hope we don't get sick because. The week after. Not even, like two weeks after that. Yeah. We were going to Celebration, Star Wars Celebration in, in California. And we were like, we have paid a lot of money for this trip. Yeah. And we've also waited like two, two years. Two years for it, yeah. So we were like, we cannot get sick. Mm-hmm. And so that was one thing that we were really nervous about, you know seeing all the family and stuff and i was like mm-hmm. oh my god if we get sick before this trip and we have to cancel or something we're gonna yeah. fucking lose which it is, which sucks that happened to one of my mutuals yeah. she was she she i don't know if she lives out in california but from what i understand she's like oh i'm so excited for celebration and the day before covid well you like, know what oh my god blessing in disguise yeah. could you imagine if she, she just hadn't said, tested that day mm-hmm and she just flew out and then maybe the day she flew out she like the first day of it she mm-hmm. tested positive like yeah. you know blessing in the skies thank god she tested i mean it sucks for her yeah but because it it, it's the wild thing is that you can test positive negative one day and the very next day you're positive you're positive mm-hmm. so she could have if if the time if her timeline had been one day later yeah then she would have been unleashed into yeah the, a, mm-hmm. a horde of people with covid yeah so, you know, I guess, you know, things happen for a reason sometimes. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so luckily everybody was cool after that trip, seeing all the family. Yeah. And then we uh, flew out to Celebration. That was a really that fun time. Was such a great time. Like I, I I was so excited just to be out there because I've said it everywhere. There's nothing like Celebration. Every Celebration we've gone to has been a blast. Even yeah. the first one, we had no idea what we were doing and we didn't know anybody. It was yeah. just us. Like roaming the floor, and, wandering, yeah, wandering, milling about, yeah, just like we we ran into a couple of people. Like I remember, like we stalked the collider people. Yeah, <laughs> we actually I I interviewed uh, uh who was it? It was Re- uh, oh no from the collider. Yeah, I, I yeah from from collider I I interviewed uh Perry Nemiroff, yeah. which was a lot of fun. We met up with Hartwell, um the first time there because we've been talking back and forth online before we met each other, but then we we interviewed each other for our YouTube channels, um. Interview Mark Ellis. Ellis is so cool. He is the best. He is the best. He like, is like is I know dumb. you're probably busy, but do you mind if I just like talk to you for a couple minutes? Like, yeah, sure, no problem. He is just one of the best. Yeah, people he's out there. so cool. Um, but that that was our experience the first time, and then we were lucky enough to go out to Chicago and then meet all the showdown people. That was fun. Yeah, um, that was a really good time. But this time around was just like the best the one best yet. Experience. I think for us so far. Yeah, because I think we said it before. Like, this is the first time we went. Uh, the celebration that we did the most we yeah. stayed there all freaking day we actually all got fucking into panels day we were there yeah for the first time mm-hmm. we got into panels yeah um yeah and mm-hmm. we we met up with a bunch of people we saw a lot of our friends mm-hmm. went to a bunch of panels we they announced that mandalorian experience yeah, where it was wasn't fun. like a lottery where you had to get in it was just a matter of you just, wait in line yeah and um yeah like reserving spots or going to standby line and yeah that was really cool because, you know, you walk through Celebration. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's a double-edged sword because I was telling you, I think I told you after we were done with the Mandalorian experience. So what the Mandalorian experience was, was um, they announced Dave Filoni and John Favreau during one of their big panels, the, the Lucasfilm Expo. Yeah. They announced that they were opening up this Mando experience. And what it was, was they wanted to give fans, you know, 
like a gift, if you will. Yeah, an up close look at. Yeah, they that took stuff. set pieces and costumes, costumes and, and props, yeah. props, miniatures from directly from the set. They said, and mm. um, brought them to celebration into one of the halls, a big hall, separate hall, mm-hmm. and um, it was all on display. And they actually next to some of these set pieces and miniatures and costumes, they actually had like pictures of it in the f- show. Yeah. Which was crazy that we could like walk up to a more or less a life size N one Starfighter. Yeah, that was crazy bonkers. You could like, walk up to Black Santon yeah. and see him life size in front of you. Mm-hmm. Crazy. So, yeah. what would you think your your favorite thing in the entire expo was? The expo or the Mandalorian experience? The Mandalorian experience. Um, because like mm-hmm. I think the end one was probably the highlight. Everybody's like, oh, because you know everybody loved the end when when Starfire when that show when it drops in the show. It's like, holy crap, that that that's really fucking cool. Yeah, probably that. Because I, was, I can't tell you how many pictures and videos and like Instagram stories or TikToks I've seen people like, oh, Grogu's waving at me. It's like, yeah, we've all seen it by now. Yeah. So yeah, no, that was probably that was probably the best part of it. Just because I think I think what made it the best part was that it was in the middle of the room mm-hmm. and it was like the biggest thing there mm-hmm. yeah it was like the centerpiece of the it was the centerpiece of yeah. the whole room it was tremendous and it was just really cool to see and it was cool to see the miniatures too because i was like what is this? it was like mm-hmm. you know some crazy one thirty second scale <laughs> or whatever <laughs> yeah. it was and i was like this was in the movie it's like and yeah they had like pictures of it and you know they take miniatures and they make them look like life-size gigantic starfighters mm-hmm. and i'm like that is just crazy yeah because magic like, of filmmaking yeah on this sh- and I, I think especially for the mandalorian air like for all the flybys you you'll see it's the that's the model they use they just put it on a like a, a rig it's crazy past the camera like they tried they, i remember this hit somewhere that they had like a huge library of like movements and camera moves that they wanted to replicate so they logged they went back and watched like all of like the star wars like original ones they wanted to mimic the movements of the ships so they, they backlogged like, all right, this is how the ship moved and how they replicated it. And they try to get it as close as possible yeah. as that. Like, that's really cool. So they use miniatures for, for all those cool. shots. But the other thing, though, that like uh, the other thing that made it like a, it's weird because I think something that kind of took away from the experience for me mm-hmm. is that when you go to Celebration and you walk the floor, the, mm-hmm. ran, the main floor where there's like vendors and mm-hmm. whatever, you see all sorts of. You see the droid builders and they've got their astromechs just beeping and bopping and rolling all over the floor. And mm-hmm. they will have their little uh, little control mm-hmm. remote control things where they'll they'll they can drive the astromech right up to you and and interact with you. Life size, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I say life size like droids are fucking real, but like <laughs> a life size droid will just roll up to you and just beep and bop and flashlights at you. And it's so cool. And they look so realistic. Um, and then you see these amazing cosplays and you see these um, incredible things that people have built and they're so lifelike and true to film in so many cases mm-hmm. that when we went into the Mandalorian experience and saw actual literal set pieces, I was kind of like, okay, cool. Yeah. Cause like all the fan made things look so just amazing good. Yeah. that it almost not cheapens. That's not the right word mm-hmm. at all, but it almost just takes away from the oh, shock hey, and yeah. awe of like, holy crap. That's an R2 that was in the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, as soon as we left Mandalorian experience, another R2 came up to me <laughs> and beeped at me. Yeah. That looked just as good as that one. Yeah. So that was the only thing that just kind of. It, the, it was it was cool to see actual really props cool to from know, moves. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, they, maybe they weren't. They were just lying to us. Well, it's I, I doubt one, it. one of the, the props that. Oop, there it goes. Well, yeah, because there's there's definitely going to be multiples of, of certain things. Mm-hmm. It's not like there's only yeah. one R2 unit for the whole show. There's mm-hmm. probably going to be multiple. But yeah, that was just one thing that I thought about that I'm like, God, oh, it's so crazy that people are so talented that it almost mm-hmm. makes me like desensitized to being around real props mm-hmm. because the fan made ones are just so incredible. Mm-hmm. But that's part of the fun of celebration is walking around. I think even if you don't go to panels, part just of the fun around. is just walking around, seeing people's costumes, mm-hmm. because you'll see people that have these hyper realistic. They look just like, mm-hmm. you know. It's going to be hard when you don't when you have when you choose a cosplay where it's like not a helmet or no mask and you're just like your face is just out there because mm-hmm. if you don't look like the actor mm-hmm. it's going to be like okay yeah. cool costume but you, when you have people that have like full masks or full helmets 
that's when you can really go nuts and be like, oh my God, it looks like you just stepped out of the movie. Yeah. You know? So it's crazy the variations of different cosplays you can see yeah. and All, the yeah. different takes people put on things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, we did run into that that one, um, what's his name? Uh, Chariot Imway. <sighs> That guy looked so guy much looked like Donnie Yen. So much like Donnie Yen. It was yeah. crazy. And he had contacts in and everything to mm-hmm. look like Donnie Yen's character. And I do admire the commitment some of these cosplayers do because that guy especially, I was like, how am I going to get a picture of you? All he did was nod and he was like in character, yeah. so to speak. And it's like some of these guys, because that happened in Orlando. I think it was either, no, it was Orlando when I ran into, I can't remember the Legends character that this, this lady was... Um, cosplaying as but she was like acting like the character or her interpretation of the character and she never broke it so i was like whoa that's that's really that's really that's a huge commitment that you don't get anywhere except for like conventions but then you have people Mm -hmm. that kind of go off the rails and do like crossovers crossover star wars inspired this Mm -hmm. or you know like star wars inspired something from another fandom Mm -hmm. or what have you like at one point we're walking around and we see three out of four Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, full costume, head to toe, head to toe like they're coming Ninja out of the Turtles movie. Yeah. with lightsabers. Mm-hmm. And I don't—they didn't have robes on, but there was there was two there's two Jedi and then one Mando. Okay, I think it was Michelangelo. That was the that was the, the it's it's on my Instagram. Not remember, but so. and they had an astromech droid with them that was like gold and blackish or grayish, mm. and the astro the the astromech droid. At one point, I was teleported back to like <laughs> 1995 because yeah. at one point we're talking to our friends and and they're all taking pictures. All the Ninja Turtles are taking pictures with their droid. And then at one point you hear the droid start to play the original theme song from the arcade game. And I went, oh my God, I am a, I'm a child again. (laughs) Holy shit. Like it was just so cool and so creative. That one person that took the Hulkbuster, but made it R2-D2. Yeah. I I remember his, he went, because there was a cosplay competition. I saw a clip from it and it was, it wasn't the Hulkbuster. He named it, um, I think it was the the Vader Buster. I think he called it. Okay. So it was something along those lines. It was like one, it was a, it was like R two's armor to fight. Well, R two does yeah. save everybody all the time. Yeah, so <laughs> that does make sense. But yeah, that, that's wild. It's like I've never. Some people are so creative to like to think of that kind of crossover mm-hmm. is and one to think of that crossover, then two make it a reality exactly. is like can you imagine the amount of hours and months and years to get that Money. thing together i feel like at one point we also saw somebody <laughs> dress up as a minion like from despicable me but yeah. they were like a darth maul minion yeah and i'm like dude why where what fever dream did you yeah. wake up from that you're like oh my god it i know what i'm doing for celebration <laughs> i'm gonna be a minion maul <laughs> like i just want to know what goes on in these people's brains yeah when they think of these things and also remember those girls that were dressed up as oh, twilix twilix yeah. they were green and purple and they were they were those twilix if you don't know what a twilix is i'm sorry <laughs> google it it's the one of the one of the dancers in jabba's palace um and they had Hooters outfits on. They're from Hooties. <laughs> from Hooties. Hooties right down the street from Junior Crickets. You know what I'm talking about? They were Hooties girls and they had these cute green drinks on trays and they were just. that. Yeah. It was great. It's so creative. And everyone is usually, not even usually, always very appreciative. Mm-hmm. You can go up to anybody and be like, great costume and strike up a conversation with anybody. Yeah. And that's the other thing. You You're on Twitter you're on Facebook, you're on wherever, social mm. media. And a lot of times Star Wars fans get a bad rep. Mm. And deservedly a lot of times. Yeah. Because if you're, a that, lot of people if you're that type of quote unquote fan. Especially if you've been following Kenobi recently. Oh, so God. much Jesus, you know, negativity face. and toxicity. And you're kind of like, God damn. Like, how is this a welcoming fandom? Yeah. You go to Celebration? Yeah. I knock on wood, out of three Celebrations, I have yet to have a negative experience. Mm-hmm. So everybody's just really nice and welcoming. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they, they had they had the, the opening uh, like video montage for for the first panel, um, the the Lucasfilm oh my uh, gosh. thing, and so like good. like I was getting choked up. I was like, this is why we're here. Yeah. And then they had a wrap up one oh, really that they did. released on YouTube. I watched that. I got choked up watching. It's like that's why I'm a fan. I don't think I watched the wrap up. one. The wrap up one is basically the same thing, but like they, they took like clips of like all the panels and like. What and they interviewed people. It's like, oh, why did you come to celebration? Type of type of deal. It's like, you know, 
I see somebody from across the uh, the lobby floor, and we run towards each other and give each other a giant hug because we haven't seen each other yeah. in years. And this is what brought us together. And it's like, yes, that's what this fandom's about. Yeah, that's the fandom I I want to be a part of, and I've always loved. Yeah, not this arguing and bickering over <laughs> over when are we going to get a Clone Wars flashback. <laughs> I don't like the way Kenobi is portrayed in this movie because I'm a professional screenplay writer all of a sudden <laughs> and I think I, I know what good and bad writing is and I could do better. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's, I, I we've, tr- I've tried to be that kind of content creator in the past for both this channel and my TikTok of like, I want to give my opinion on Star Wars and those videos really don't do a whole, do well as my other ones. And it's like, do I really want to like try it? Because it's already saturated enough. There's so exactly. many of There's of, so of, many people. And if you haven't gotten your way in within a certain amount of time, you're yeah. probably never gonna crack it. Probably. So there's already yeah. some you know pretty big creators out there that people are gonna flock to, and mm-hmm. yeah. And also, and, then, it's and just... also, yeah. And I don't want to deal with that part of the fandom of like when I because and this is a big reason why a lot of other uh, people that are big in like the uh, like reactor space. They don't talk about Star Wars because they don't want to deal with it. It's like, I totally get it. I don't want to have to deal with people like shitting on me for like, hey, I actually I'm really enjoying Kenobi. I loved it. I'm pretty I've liked every single episode. And it like pisses them off. Like, how dare you like something that I don't like? Yeah, exactly. I don't want to deal with that. And like, I'd rather just create stuff that people are enjoying. And yeah, and people like like my stuff because, you know, it's what I'm good at. Yeah. So but it's also like uh, I don't know what happened to uh, just enjoying things. You know, yeah. Like, is has there been a thing or two in Kenobi? Like, I t- I know I've told you a couple times now, but mm-hmm. the one thing in Kenobi so far, and I'm not going to spoil anything for anybody who may be it listening that yeah. may not have seen it, but like, there was one. Well, I mean, if you don't want to know anything about Kenobi, maybe just be careful right here. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if you don't want to know. I'm not spoiling anything big, but if you don't want to know anything and you haven't seen it, then maybe just switch ahead a couple or skip ahead a couple seconds. Yeah. But like, his, it's your last warning. Yeah. <laughs> so if there's like a, a Leia is yeah. in this show, you know, a younger, a younger so baby Leia, fucking if you cute. will. Oh my God, she's amazing. Not baby. I, I, she's probably she's like a young, seven she's like eight. She's 10. 10. Okay. She's 10 years old. Go. So a 10 year old Leia. And there's this one, the one thing that I think has been silly in this scene, in this uh, show so far, and there's one show left as of the, of the day that we're recording this, but there's one scene where, you know, a little baby girl, Leia, is being chased by bad guys, mm-hmm. right? And she's being chased through a, like a forest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like two guys chasing her? Three guys. Three guys two chasing or three her? Guys, yeah. And there's, you know, trees and branches and she's... Not running very fast because she's, oh, I don't know, 10 and not like a, an Olympic track star. But she's running as 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 a, a child would. And at one point, she just kind of like ducks under a branch that you could probably snap with one hand. <laughs> Yet this one branch made one of these thugs chasing her be like, like oh, he, darn, oh, maybe next time. <laughs> man, foil again. Like, how, how, how could I possibly go mm-hmm. around her under this branch? Mm-hmm. I guess she got me this time. So I think that that was, I mean, kind of silly. Probably could have been choreographed better. But did that take away from me liking the show? No. Did I have to go on Twitter and bitch and moan <laughs> at like anybody who talked to me because of oh, it's bad writing? No, I. It's I'm no. having fun with the show. I mean, show. yeah, for for every because I have my issues with the show, especially like, there's sometimes sort of like, wow, they got away kind of easy. Yeah. Or, or like it's like, well, how could like if you did this one thing, how, why couldn't you do it like two seconds later? So it's like, yeah. I get it, but like, how else are they supposed to get away without like you complicating things? And it's like, I, I give for that, I give that a pass because for the most part, a lot of the stuff I'm really digging. Yeah. Like broad strokes of like what, the, where the story's gotten and what, what the story's giving me. I'm like, yes, I can, I can let this go because they're giving me this. Yes. Um, and like, and all, and like, there, there's people all like shitting over all, like all these all the content, content creators about like, they're taking like, oh, we should have gotten this. And then. An episode if you just waited a week you wouldn't be bitching and moaning and it's like yeah maybe go into this without all these expectations and all these these this checklist of things that you want out of the show then when you don't get them then mm-hmm. it's automatically a bad show for yeah. you i've never especially in the past like since force awakens like especially since last jedi yeah i've sort of adjusted my how i 
watch these things is it's like yeah i could predict and i could probably like i think this is going to happen i really would love it if this happened yeah but i've learned to temper my expectations because if i don't get a b or c oh the show shit or right. the movie shit but so i i've just learned to not expect and be entitled because i think that's what, what people what the problem is with people it's like if i don't get this then the story is shit and yeah. this, the entire series is shit. And if you disagree with me, you're, an, you're idiot. an idiot. That's one That's one <laughs> thing that I can't stand mm-hmm. is the whole, well, this is what I think. And if you think something else, then you're just fucking dumb. Yeah. It's like, no, actually, <laughs> they are allowed to have their own opinion too. It's yeah. crazy. And there's no need to, att- uh, you know what? I'm enjoying Kenobi. Mm-hmm. If there's somebody out there who legitimately is like, this is bad writing, blah, I'm not going to fight with you. Yeah. I'm not going to change your mind. You're not going to change mine. Yeah. If you don't like it, I do have a solution for you. Don't fucking watch it. Yeah. That's my solution for you. And it'll never be a problem for yeah. you ever again. That's what gripes me about that side of the fandom sometimes. It's kind of it's like, oh, everything's so, every, everything that Disney has pulled up, like made since they took over is shit. You're still watching it, yeah. though. Guess what? Don't fucking watch it. Yeah. Uh, did Disney make it? don't watch it yeah i'm a star wars fan well go cling to the original trilogy then yeah go watch that a hundred times over don't don't watch the disney stuff if you're continually let down by it Mm -hmm. i'm sure disney's not gonna hurt if you cancel your disney plus subscription because uh, kenobi i thought he's over he's so weak Uh." (laughs) i'm sure disney will be fine yeah no i'm i'm thoroughly enjoying kenobi it's given me like everything that i've wanted and everything that i didn't expect that i wanted because like the whole leia thing I did not expect Leia to be in the show. Yeah. I thought at the very least would probably get maybe her like running in the background as he meets with or, like with Bale or something. Right. I didn't expect her to be like this much. This be this in the involved. show this fall and like have her be that crucial to the show. Yeah. So um, we might go on, on Rogue. I think once the show is over, I think we'll go do a going Rogue. And just, just talk about just talk broad about, strokes. Yeah, broad strokes of how we like how the the show has panned out. Favorite parts and whatnot. Yeah, exactly. We're going to talk about the fucking shit ass writing. You know what I'm saying? Because <laughs> I know what I'm doing better than professional yeah. people. If you, the, uh, there are a couple of people on TikTok that I've seen. It's like, well, if you think you could do better, do like, then go ahead. Like write a fan like short and yeah. show me what you think. Because like, People are like fans are really like, oh man, I it's like I wanted this and like it's like they should listen to fans more and see what they want. It's like if fans ran the story, <sighs> it would all be a we, shit show. It was it would just be Vader and, and Obi Wan fighting every single episode and flashbacks and and cameos of like Ahsoka and Hondo Onaka and and like Cad like they get as many cameos as they could into the show and just be like oversaturated. We get no character development. Well, and the obnoxious part about that mm-hmm. is if they listen to all those people, mm-hmm. there's going to be hordes of other people like, uh, all they do is rely on nostalgia. Mm-hmm. All they do is rely on past characters. Give us new characters and new stories. And then they do that and they're going to bitch that this is not Star Wars. <laughs> this isn't the Star Wars I'm used to. This isn't, this is totally different. I don't like this. Well, you wanted them to take creative liberties. They took it and now you're bitching that it's not your Star Wars. Yeah. So it's like, God damn, you can't win. <laughs> if you uh, use legacy characters or, you know, past characters, then you're, using the crutch of mm-hmm. nostalgia. But if you go in a new direction, it's like, well, but I did not like that. <laughs> I didn't like that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I yeah. mean, one thing you learn as you get on in life is that you're never going to please everybody. And that's for damn sure in yeah. entertainment. I, so, not just with Star Wars, but like no, everything. <laughs> everything. So, yeah. yeah. Anyway, Celebration was really fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I like we came back from that, like in like post-con blues, like we've. In the past, it's kind of like, oh man, celebration is over. It's, it sucks, but um, back to our original life. Yeah, in Orlando it was like it wasn't as hard. Chicago, yeah, we just drove home. Yeah, Chicago <laughs> was a little bit rougher because I was like, oh man, I had such a good time meeting new people because that's when we really started to meet people in like the Schmodown community and right. and making new friends through Star Wars. Like, I mean, we told that story a million times with this random girl that watched the Last Jedi yeah, panel with us or really no, the Rise of Skywalker panel with us. Um, but this time around, we knew so many people. Yeah. And there were so many new people that I wanted to hang out with that, like, the second we came home or the second we were leaving, I'm like, oh, I just want to, like, live in that space. Yeah. Like, forever. Because, yeah. like, it, it's just, just a positive atmosphere and, like, didn't have to worry about, like, somebody shit on you for your opinion. And you can just enjoy the company of people that love something as much as you do yeah so 
like but next year's in london so it's like oh, yeah, i don't know about that i don't know about that's that be pretty unless we unless certain expensive. things happen <laughs> yeah that'd be a very i mean this trip this last trip was an expensive one yeah can you imagine adding an international flight on top of that yeah, Don't and know we about that. and we spoiled ourselves. I think we've already agreed that if we ever travel international, it's at least gonna be business class. Yeah, we did business. <laughs> was it business? It was business when class we for Korea. Korea yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. If you I, haven't ever treat yourself, especially if if it's more than like a ten hour flight, it was so worth it. Yeah, it's so worth to it. be able to recline the seat back all the way and mm-hmm. actually sleep. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. I mean, I, I have flown international economy or culture, whatever you want to call it. I, I've done it several times. No. Th- well, I don't really remember because I was I was a lot younger, but mm-hmm. like, I can't imagine. No, like it's... now, if I if I just kind of sleep the wrong way, my neck's like, yeah. fuck you. Yeah, because I'm getting older. The Korea trip, I've done that twice. Once in business and once in economy. So I've done that trek two different ways. And it's... Yes, but uh, you got lucky when you went coach because mm. didn't you say there were a bunch of empty seats? I didn't do that. I didn't oh. realize that. A couple of our other buddies realized like, hey, there's a bunch of empty seats back there. Let's just sneak back there and like put the armrest up and then recline and let's just lie down. I didn't realize Did that. Did flight attendants not see that? Nope. They snuck back there. Snuck back where? <laughs> so there was a, a big like empty like because the flight wasn't full. There was like at least 10 rows of the flight that was empty. Empty seats. Yeah, but like snuck back there. How did the flight attendants not see it? They, they walk up and down the, the aisle. It's, it was during a time when the flight attendants weren't looking. Oh, and they okay. just like, they pretended to, to be talking to somebody. And they looked and like, oh, and they ducked back there and got a couple You hours think they would have gotten pissed? I don't think so. I mean, they probably did see them and just didn't give a shit. They absolutely probably saw them. Yeah. <laughs> and they probably went, oh, it's a bunch of fucking teenage boys. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let me just not. <laughs> <laughs> They're lying down and being quiet. Who cares? Yeah. I think that's probably what it's like. They're not causing any trouble. They're yeah. just, they just want to get sleep. Exactly. It's a mm-hmm. long ass flight. Let's just mm-hmm. get there. Yeah. But I, I like I could fall asleep on planes. But the second that I wake up and stand up, it feels like I've, I didn't get any sleep. I don't really sleep on planes. Yeah. The only time I've ever really actually slept on a plane was in business. In business from Korea. Yeah. Like I, I even with those stupid neck pillows, I don't ever since I don't know what it is, but ever since we had our kid. I have like neck problems from time to time. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. from picking her up and lugging her around for, you know, a year. Not, <laughs> Over a <two>. year? <laughs> or two. Try three. <laughs> it's only just now that she's turning almost four that she doesn't ask up, 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 no, up, up I... every second of the day. But what did she used to say? Cup instead of up? Bup. It was bup. It was bup. <gasps> it was bup. Bup piece. Oh, I forgot about bup. Yeah. Yeah, that was very adorable. Mm. Oh my gosh, that was very cute. Yeah, she would always. <laughs> I just unlocked a core memory for you. <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, she used to ask for to pick us up to pick her up. She would say "bup." It's very cute. But yeah, I mean, lugging around a kid who only just gets heavier with time. Yeah. And I would always pick her up on the same side. Still do in the more rare occasion that I pick her up now. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if picking her up on the same side all the time for so long, mm-hmm. three over three years, picking her up so much. I don't know if that kind of threw out my alignment or whatever, but I can I can hurt my neck very easily. You, now. you go to the chiropractor more than I do. I've gone zero times. You say it like I go regularly. Yeah. I've been like three times total. But that's more than me. Well, you're not wrong. But <laughs> yeah, no, I had to go. There was one time that I, I think it was probably the strain of lugging around a baby mm-hmm. coupled with the fact that I was just. I was working out and I was doing more upper body stuff because I just wanted my upper body to get stronger. Mm -hmm. And I guess I was doing too much of one type of thing and not enough of the opposite kind of thing, you know, Mm -hmm. antagonist muscles and all that bullshit. (laughs) I was doing too much of too many things that strained my trapezius. (laughs) You're throwing out big words out here. I'm going to take it disrespect. Uh, and uh, not working out enough of the antagonist muscles. And I, I think the lats are one of the antagonists to that, to the traps or whatever. But yeah, so at one point I was doing a bunch of workouts like that. And one day I just woke up, I couldn't move my fucking neck and it hurt like mm. a bitch. And I went, okay, I guess for the first time in my 30 years on this planet, I have to go see a chiropractor because this is horrific. Yeah, I could not move my neck at all. So 
that's a thing now. She cracked her like a walnut and oh, you can turn your head after that. She like a walnut. That woman cracked. Let's see if I can do oh. it. Hold on. Oh, there it goes. Oh, no, oh, only one side. Only one side. Yeah. It's only when the microphone's on that you only get one side. Yeah. When the microphone's not on, it oh, yeah. sounds like bubble wrap. <laughs> but yeah, no, she cracked me like like an egg and it was it was amazing. But yeah, I've had to go to her a time or two since then. Mm-hmm. Now I just try to not do those exercises so much. I don't think I, I'm I don't think I'm ever going to do another another push up in my life. <laughs> Because like, I don't know what it is about pushups or, or maybe how I do pushups. Mm. That was part of the problem and doing too many press type things. Yeah. But yeah, so I, I I get nervous sleeping on airplanes. Yeah. And those neck pillows. Sometimes. Sometimes I I get get nervous nervous on on airplanes. But those little neck pillows, I slept with your neck pillow last time. I'm like, this doesn't do bullshit. It, it makes. It needs to be much bigger and thicker and, and. Bigger and thicker. Ooh. Baby girl. <laughs> yeah, no, it needs to be like memory foam and it needs mm-hmm. to be just bigger. Yeah. I mean, it, I, because I, I, I gave it to you because when we let, we went to Anaheim, I that's why I got it. And then like, I was like, here, you try it. And I actually tried sleeping with that. And I was like, it makes a tiny bit of difference. Tiny bit. T- a very slight, like you can notice it and I can actually fall asleep a little bit easier, but it still feels like I don't get any sleep on an airplane. It's still not comfortable yeah. at all. But, yeah. but it did come to use because you needed it at the hotel. Well, that's because hotels. I don't know what it is. I don't know why. I don't know if it's because down our down pillows, down feathered filled pillows. Are they cheaper? I don't. I guess. Or do people think they're luxurious because they're down? <laughs> like, they suck. I hate down pillows. Down pillows suck such ass. Like, like they I have get, to sleep with like two or three of them to make no give support. me good night's sleep. It was halfway through celebration. I did wake up and my neck was kind of sore. Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's because these fucking pillows offer nothing. I yeah. might as well be sleeping on a plank of wood. Yeah. So you use, you use my airplane pillow one night. And so it's like, yeah, oh, there it goes. One night I just I snapped it around my neck and I woke up the next day better. Yeah. So it serves some purpose. Yeah. So I don't know if we're going to go to London. Uh, unless, we, unless we come into a buttload of money. Yeah. Like, I don't think that I can justify spending that much money. I would to love to basically just meet up with our friends. Uh, well, you know, if we did go, we'd probably do something outside of celebration. That will probably also cost money. Yeah. <laughs> like a museum or like see Buckingham Palace or, or the outside of it. But like, yeah. Or see like the big fucking clock, Big Ben. <laughs> <laughs> the big clock. The big clock. Oh boy, we don't have that in the States. Oh, cool. I know what time it is now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Great. i would no i would love to go uh, like come on like yeah, the an international starts, trip with friends yeah. like with basically with friends we'd be like if we were out there and like the friends that we met out in anaheim were there with us it'd be a trip with friends absolutely yeah but i don't know i can justify uh, spending that much money yeah i can hang out with my friends here mm-hmm. for a lot less <laughs> But, but celebration. Time will tell. Celebration. As of right now, I will happily stream it at home. <sighs> but then after we got home, yeah, we got fucking COVID. Oh yeah, that's so yeah. that wasn't that wasn't cool. Yeah. And I still don't think we got it from celebration. I think we got it from the airport. That's that's my theory. I don't know about the incubation period. If we got on the way home, that's too fast. Yeah. I don't know. Because we got home like late Sunday night. Because, yeah. Cause and then I tested positive Tuesday morning. It, it's weird because like the only, the, out of everybody that we interacted with that week, the we we only know of one person that, that caught it. And he tested positive days after we did. Yeah. So it's like. Well, I think the incubation, it could be like between, it's something fucking dumb like uh, two or three to 14 days <laughs> or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. It's like, ah, very specific. Thank you. Yeah. But like, I don't know. Yeah. I, I would have been surprised if we got out of that trip and didn't get it. Yeah. There's actually mm-hmm. a couple people that we went with that I'm shocked didn't yeah. test positive or, or anything. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it sucked. Uh, But we got through it. We got through it. Yeah. I got hit harder than you did just because of. Because you're a baby. I'm a baby. You're a big, a big old, old baby. Baby dudes. Or babies. <laughs> What would happen if you guys had to bear the children? God damn. <laughs> God, dude, the population would be well, much you, thinner. You slept most, because when you tested positive, you again, you isolated yourself. And yeah. I, I went in and checked on you a couple of times and you were sleeping. I was like, okay, I'll let her just sleep. And A couple times. Mm. 
What happened two days later? <laughs> Who slept for 30 hours? <laughs> I had vertigo. It's vertigo. <laughs> Hey, if, I was dizzy. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> You've never experienced like for for, for my for my people that have never experienced vertigo. I'm really talking out of my ass. I'm yeah, sure it like sucks. the first like the first time I ever got it was the worst ever. Like every every time after that, it has been as bad as the first. Because I think the first time you ever get vertigo is like it hits you on your ass. Literally, uh, the first time I had vertigo, I woke up to go to work. I like what was it like four in the morning or some sh- dumb shit like when we were, were worked at that because we had to, had to get there no yeah it was like five or six like dumber it was before the sun came up okay and i remember like getting out of bed and i literally had to catch myself on the wall because i got up and the world kept moving and i was like and i remember you going i like, was actually legitimately annoyed with you <laughs> you're like what is wrong with you like, stop, stop it. being so fucking dramatic i was like i'm not being dramatic like it for the like vertigo it's like it, it felt like if Jurgen feels like, especially the first time you get it, like it feels like the entire, like you went out drinking the entire night and the world just won't stop spinning. But you're totally coherent of everything you're doing. So, so it's you're like, telling me it's like being drunk without the hangover. Yes. Cool. But you still get dizzy sick because the world keeps oh, spinning. Never mind. So, um, but like you can't stand up because your your balance is all fucked up and like you like I every time I've gotten up I had to crawl to the bathroom or crawl in anywhere I wanted to go. And that's why you stay in bed because like you don't wanna like stand up too quick and then crack your head on like the table because you you thought you were good. So it's uh, it it sucks. Cause like it, it ever since then, every migraine I've gotten, I've gotten burrito afterwards. And I woke up with a migraine after my first night of COVID. And I was like, well, I'm pretty sure I'm going to have lingering effects because vertigo is going to set in. And it's it's set in after after that first night. So, baby, baby I'm a baby. Yeah. Yeah. You get vertigo and see how it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I was like legitimately annoyed with you that first time. Yeah, because it, it was because I, I had no idea what was wrong. I was like, what is wrong with me? I have no idea. I can't stand up. And I had to call in like my backup that day. I was like, you, you're going to have to go in for me because I can't, I can't stand up. I can't move at all because anytime I turn my head one way, the world just won't stop. The world just goes with it. I can't, I can't get my balance. Yeah. I remember cause we both had <laughs> a, one bad night each mm-hmm. Your My bad night happened. It wasn't even like super bad. Like I was just like really hot. I probably had a fever. Mm-hmm. We never actually recorded fevers on ourselves but through we, the yeah. duration. But I think that night I probably did have one. I just never took it mm-hmm. to see that I did. Yeah. If that made any sense. Because I just woke up. I remember waking up like f- several times, at least like four times that night. Mm-hmm. And then one time I was like sweating through the covers off of myself. Mm-hmm. I had a hard time getting back to sleep. Then I woke up again and I was kind of chilly that time. So I, I wrapped myself back up and I wake up again. I'm fucking hot. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just a hard night. And then the very next night was your hard night. It was pretty much the exact same thing. And I was like, okay, well, I'm feeling a little bit better than I was. Let me let him sleep today. Mm-hmm. And, you know, nine o'clock rolls by. I'm like, <laughs> he's still sleeping he's not feeling well you know we both got fucking covid <laughs> 10 o'clock rolls by i'm like he's not feeling well okay we both have covid <laughs> 11 o'clock rolls by i'm like he's not feeling well we both have covid noon rolls by and i'm like okay <laughs> okay it's like when somebody sneezes and mm-hmm. you say bless you and then he sneezes again and you say bless you and they sneeze again you're like fuck you <laughs> shut up shut up <laughs> like 11 o'clock 12 o'clock noon rolls by and i'm like are you fucking kidding me and i look in the room and there you are like a little fucking angel just snoozing away <laughs> i'm tired too i got covid too one o'clock rolls by and i'm like are you fucking kidding me right now and i was like i was online on my computer because i was still working that day mm-hmm. and somebody was asking me like oh how are you feeling and whatever i'm like i'm not great. Like I've definitely been better. And uh like, oh, how's your husband? I'm like, well, it's two o'clock and he's still in bed and I haven't heard a word from him today. So I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> Two o'clock, 
two o'clock rolls by and I think uh, at like 2.30 or 3, I go in there like, what the fuck is happening? Are you, what's, do I need to take you somewhere? And you're like, I get really good. Well, because like around like, because like every time you come and check out with me, it's not like I was like dead asleep. I heard you walk, come in the door. I'm like, maybe I'll try to get up. At like you walk in, I hear you shuffle in and shuffle out. I'm like, maybe I'll try to get up. And right around 11, I'm like, okay, that's not happening because I, I, I get up and I turn my head. I'm like, Yep, there it is. And I laid back down. I was like, maybe it'll pass. Maybe if I sleep it off in the next two hours, it'll it'll go away. You come in at two, and I'm like, no, yeah, no. It's it's not going away. Yeah. I, I got vertigo. But the thing is, when I came in at like two or three mm-hmm. PM, <laughs> mind you, everybody, I had no idea. It was then that you were like, I get vertigo. I'm like, oh my, of course you fucking have vertigo. <laughs> of course you have fucking vertigo. Of course you do. And like five o'clock rolls by and you're still in bed. I'm like, do you want to eat something or whatever? You haven't eaten anything all day. I need you to at least drink water so you don't fucking go to the ER for dehydration. I lived on Gatorade, ginger ale, water and bread that day. Yeah, I know. I was I brought Mm -hmm. it to you. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, I need you to drink something because I'm not taking you to the hospital for dehydration. That actually did help because I was like, I can totally see myself getting dehydrated. Yes, I know. I'm a nurturer. (laughs) (laughs) I know it worked. That's why I brought it. <laughs> actually, now that we talk about it, I need to actually re- replenish my Gatorade stock because mm-hmm. I just always like to have some in the house. Yeah. After the last dehydration incident we had. Yeah, both of us. <laughs> both of us. <laughs> but yeah, uh, well, my my time with dehydration, that was not my fault. Yeah, because you That was sick. norovirus's mm-hmm. fault. And I was violently vomiting, and that's why I had no water mm-hmm. in my body. That was yeah. not my fault. My two stints of dehydration were totally my fault. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> um, so yeah, I like I made you drink. I'm like, you better fucking drink no, water because if my... you start curling up with dehydration, mm-hmm. I'm not calling the, the ginger. Ambulance. The ginger ale helped settle the queasiness from the dizziness, and then the the Gatorade actually really helped because I was yeah. like, I need some electrolytes in me. I need something to. Because I need, because the bread was just to, to fill my stomach and settle it. And the With ginger volume. Was like, yeah, get some volume in there. But then the Gatorade was like, I need electrolytes in my body to, because I haven't eaten anything. I was able to force mm-hmm. feed you a, like a cup of rice, mm-hmm. white rice. Yeah. That actually helped really, really. Because like, yeah. like if I, if I, tr- if I try to eat something that's not bland, I'm just going to throw up and then we're yeah, going to be a like, whole. That's like rule number one of stomach aches is yeah. eat something bland. Yeah. I would be in a whole world of trouble if had I tried to force something with more like substance down and then ended up vomiting it out. Yeah, I'm and like, it's like, well, here's a spicy tuna roll. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> I think that'll settle your stomach. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. So the bread and the rice was was, was like us, and the Gatorade was like, I I like there. I didn't want to like chug it down. I was like, let me just sip it like every twenty minutes. Yeah. Like, and that helped a lot. So yeah. Uh, and then spoiler alert: Andrew didn't get out of bed. All day. No, I stayed in bed all day. He stayed in bed all day and uh, woke up the next day and finally joined us among the living. Yeah, that was a rough two days for me. Yeah, <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, luckily that passed mm-hmm. um, because I feel like because when you told me you had vertigo, I'm like, oh, fucking course you have vertigo. Then I started like Googling, what can I do at home to help alleviate the symptoms? of Yes, vertigo? those actually did help. I know. I'm a nurturer. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that helped because there's one where like he said to like grab the bottom of your ears and apply pressure and like like breathe in and then breathe out. That helped like sort of because I think it's supposed to help settle the crystals in your ear. That actually helped a little. But the one that really helped was that I exercise to like follow a pen and like and do that. That actually helped the headache and that actually it it, it like helped the vertigo pass faster. If that makes yeah. any sense, I know. You're so. welcome. <laughs> I know because I was so those exercises, yeah. So those I'll probably keep in my back pocket if vertigo ever sets in again because those helped out a lot. Yeah. So I was because while I was googling it, there were like people were commenting like, "Oh, it actually really helped." Like I did the ear one, and 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 my vertigo cleared up after four days. I'm like, what? (laughs) No, that's if because like I can see that helping if the first time you like the first time I got it where it really just like I can't you can't even move roll over in the bed without being dizzy that I can help I can see it taking four days this one helped out with it like almost immediately 
But like, there's the one that, you, that that was in that video. I was like, I'm not doing that. Yeah, because. that one looked, if you're like dizzy to the point of nausea, that one was like, oh, y- yeah. you want to make yourself fucking throw up yeah. to maybe feel better quicker? He's like, turn your head so you know which side is causing you to vertigo. I'm like, not doing that. You want to make yourself feel 10 times worse to maybe feel better? <laughs> maybe it'll work. I don't know. It, 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 it's just supposed to realign your, you know, like your balance or something and, yes. and the crystals in your ear. But like the pressure and like the, the following the pen was a godsend. It's like it helped. It actually helped the headache. So well, luckily it it passed in like a day mm-hmm. and a half completely. Mm-hmm. And then it was just, you know, recovering and resting Hoping up for that and negative test. Just and... praying for a negative test. Mm-hmm. I took one at like day five, and it was still positive. I'm like, God damn it! Yeah, all these people out here like I got a negative test after three days. I'm like, <laughs> you can go fuck yourself. <laughs> so. And I learned that COVID tests are not cheap. Oh, no, they're not. Like we had a couple that it was part of that thing where you could like request uh, however mm-hmm. many free kits from the government. Yeah. And we definitely burned through those real mm-hmm. quick. And then we went and we got some of the Binax ones or whatever they're called from the store. They're not cheap. Yeah, they're like 25 I got two boxes and it was like $50. Yeah. I'm like, God damn. So after I got the positive test at day five, I'm like, you know what? I just need to stick it out and just wait until day 10 because that's mm-hmm. how long they say to to wait yeah to wait because they're like well technically you don't need to retest if your symptoms are improving and you don't have a fever i'm like bitch i never had a fever at least i never recorded one yeah and my symptoms were improving but i still got a positive test at day five yeah so i'm like you know what these tests are not cheap i'm just gonna wait until day 10 because surely it has to be negative by then yeah so i think i tested on day nine mm-hmm. and i it looked negative but I could have sworn with my stupid head mm-hmm. and eyes, I was like, is that a really, really faint line <laughs> underneath? They just need to have digital ones. It's like, no. I know that or they yes. have them for pregnancy tests. Yeah. Like, I've definitely taken the pregnancy test where it's like, if you see one line or you see two lines, and it's like, Ugh. especially if you're hoping it's negative, yeah. <laughs> you know, your mind can play stupid tricks on you. Be like, is that? Is that a is line? Is that a line? Is it like really, is really it blue? faint? Is it, is it not like, Is blue? it a really, really faint line or not? Thank God they came out with pregnancy tests that are like, yes and no. <laughs> like there's really no mistaking. Yes, positive. No, negative. No, it's no like, do you think you see two lines? And maybe one's kind of faint. <laughs> so, but if they made those for COVID tests, they would be so much more Oh expensive. yeah, they'd be twice as expensive. So, yeah, I had a really, really faint line when I tested on the ninth day. Yeah. And me being me, I took another one on the 10th day Mm. and I was like, okay, that That, looks clear. Yeah. I think I tested the day after your 10th day because I was a day behind you. More or less. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I, I thought I saw like a really, really, really faint line on yours. But I was like, you know what? If that is the case, then by tomorrow you should be clear, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So luckily we got through it without any, you know, any extraordinary circumstances. Yeah. So, you know, that's mm-hmm. fine by me. I would like to not have to do it again. Yeah. But, you know, I'm sure it's inevitable for everybody at some point. Yeah. I mean, like we were on that list of like, oh, it's been we've been in the pandemic for two and a half years and we've never caught it. And we were on I that know. exclusive list. And then we had to be we were on the VIP list of, wow, it's been two and a half years and I have never gotten it. Yeah. And then we go to stupid Anaheim <laughs> at the time of our lives in Anaheim. Had we not gone, we'd still be going strong yeah. with our streak. But, you know. Now that it's over, it's like, it's okay. Yeah. It happened. It's done. Yeah. In the moment, it was just like, should we not have gone? Yeah. It's like, was it worth it to, you know, go and have fun? But then you come back and get exposed. And yeah. Yeah. But the bright side is it's over. Yeah. (laughs) So, you know, hindsight's 2020. But yeah. I think it was worth it. Yeah. Even though we caught COVID, it was still a great time. Yeah. It was a good time. And at least now, it's also now that we've had COVID. Mm-hmm. Now it's like not so much fear of the unknown. Mm-hmm. Now it's, you know, at least we've been through it yeah. once. I'm glad that we caught it when we did. Because if had we caught it when like. While we were there. Well, not not while we were there, but like if we would have caught it like last year. Yeah. Or the year before yeah, that. I feel then like it was different. It was different then. It was like we've been, I'd be panicking like, holy shit. 
what do we do? Now that it's like we're on like the quote unquote tail end of mm. the pandemic, quote unquote. quote unquote, using those quotes very loosely. It's like now we have a a better understanding of COVID. Yeah. We're both fully vaccinated. Can you imagine if we would have caught it if we weren't vaccinated? <sighs> I don't know. I don't know what that would be like. And mm-hmm. I'm, I don't want to know. Yeah. But I'm just, it, it's kind of like, ah, at least we've been through it. Yeah. And things are seem, things are usually less daunting when you've already been through it mm-hmm. so you know if we're gonna make lemonade out of lemons or <laughs> life whatever, gives you lemons when life gives you lemons <laughs> <laughs> that's what you do yeah so you know yeah so it was a wild couple of just may was just like may was a lot it was a lot to do, to handle and then i was supposed to go on a work trip like two weeks after yeah we got back from celebration and then covid hit and i was like i Nope. No, I can't do this. That's not happening. Like, I'm just barely recovered. You're behind me in your recovery. I can't leave you home with symptoms to watch the kid alone. Yeah. That's just not right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, luckily or unluckily, depending on how you look at it, I didn't go. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and, yeah, it's like, 2022. Yeah. You can join anything virtually now. Yeah. And I did zoom join. me in. Zoom me, baby. And I, I did join the second day, so I got to listen in and whatever. So Yeah, yeah and luckily I think they said it wasn't like totally crucially you needed to be there for these meetings. It was no, just like it was more just like team building and whatever. Mm-hmm. And luckily I'd gotten to meet the core team back in March when I first started. Mm-hmm. So that's good. And you know, there's gonna be an in face in face in person meeting every year. So mm-hmm. there's always next year and I'm hoping next year we'll be in Florida. Yeah. So yeah. Just drive over there. The less plane rides, the better. The better. Yeah, I mean, we have to we have to go on another trip soon, so we're gonna like be even more extra cautious this this time around. Yep, I think I'm gonna get some disposable masks, and we're gonna wear them under our cloth masks. <laughs> and I, I'm like we said, I'm gonna not get the in-flight snacks and drinks, even though it's my very, very, very <laughs> most favorite part of being on a plane. <laughs> Because I don't know who's been having their fingers up their butts and then they touch my peanuts. We're flying spirit there, so don't expect any in-flight anything. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I. I, uh, We did it. We did. We flying spirit because we're trying to save some money, but like I can't stand spirit. Every experience I've had in spirit, it's like seats are uncomfortable. All these hidden fees. And it's like, mm. well, we'll get through it. It'll be fine. But we're flying United back, so and I I enjoy United. Through it. But yeah, I don't think I'm going to have any of those because I don't know who's been touching what. And then yeah. they touch my pretzels and then I put them in my fucking mouth. Mm-hmm. Same with the drinks. So we'll and I our own snacks. Or I'll something. just I'll, I'll. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe we'll throw some snackies in our bags. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to get the drinks because then they touch the cups and then I put the cup on my mouth. Yeah. Who knows? And then I'll, I'll probably just bathe in hand sanitizer the whole time. <laughs> Anytime we touch anything, mm-hmm. I'll just hang on and I'll get an I'll just get like an aerosol hand, can. Put of my hands hand in my pockets for while we're at the airport. Just like don't don't touch, touch anything. fucking anything. Don't touch anything. And if you do touch something, hand sanies, hand sanies, or hand wipes, mm-hmm. because I'd like to not have to do that again. Yeah, that's that's for damn sure. But yeah, that was our month of May. It was. Ups and downs. <laughs> I guess I still got my nose is still conge- out of nowhere. My nose is congested today. I think that's allergies. Maybe I never really had allergies before. Did COVID give me allergies? Maybe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've had like one side of no, my because, nose has been yeah, congested. It, today. It's just stuffy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, the pollen count has been off the charts as of as of late. I hear. Well, one of my coworkers in Texas, mm-hmm. she's like been knocked down with yeah. her allergy she's like yeah there's a dust storm blowing in from the sahara i'm like what <laughs> that's a thing like that's a, re- a dust storm from the desert and she's like she actually had to go to the er to get an inhaler Jesus. because she couldn't breathe because the remember when Amen. you came to texas with me and the mm-hmm. pollen was wild oh yeah no i was i was struggling with that I'm like okay well news to me didn't realize texas had such a problem with yeah. allergies <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's just a bad time of year. I've never had a problem with seasonal seasonal allergies. Yeah. I mean, I haven't been hit as hard because I've been taking I've been cautious of my like my uh, nasal spray. So, God, I'm so glad I got that. But um, (sighs) getting old, man, maybe I'm picking up allergies (laughs) as I get older. It's enjoyable, isn't it? I just went to the eye doctor. and I have to actually get glasses. That's fun. 
Computer glasses. Computer glasses. Not reading glasses. Not, not reading glasses. glasses. But I like he's. It was. I could get glasses for distance, but I don't need them. But I was recommended computer glasses to help to prevent my eyes from getting worse. Like with an actual prescription. Yes. Not like the ones that you just buy off the shelf. They're no, no, good no, no, for no, blue no, no, light. No. These, these these are actually to, to to help my eyes relax while I'm in front of my computer screen all day long. Because you are in front of your computer screen exactly. almost twenty four. So it's like it's like you. These are they're basically preventative from helping. That's good. Preventing my eyes from getting damaged even more because like you know with age your eyes just go. That's good. Whack. Considering so. you haven't been to the eye doctor in about ten years. Probably even more. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah. Good to check in and every so often. Mm-hmm. And like the lady was like, you like these, like these. I'm like, I, I got the simplest looking ones. Like they're like Clark Kent glasses. That's all they really are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, when I went a couple weeks ago to the same doctor for my eye appointment, mm-hmm. cause it had been almost, almost four years for me mm-hmm. because I remember the last time I'd been to the eye doctor was in my first trimester of pregnancy. <laughs> and uh, so it had to have been somewhere almost four years ago. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Just about four years. Just about. Well, no, because you were pregnant the last time you went. So. Yeah. So maybe a little bit more. Yeah. But, um, and I didn't even get my eyes dilated at that time because, you know, pregnant. But mm. I remember, so it's been a while. And I remember walking into the lobby where they have all of the frames laid out, mm. you know, for when you have to go frame shopping after you get your exam. Mm. And I remember walking in. I hadn't even had my exam yet. And I walked in with my original glasses on. And I kind of looked around and the girl comes up to me unprompted. I didn't say shit. I didn't say I want glasses just like these ones. Mm -hmm. Unprompted, the girl comes up to me and she's like, listen, you're not going to find frames like that anymore because they're just not in style. I'm like, (laughs) God damn. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. (laughs) She's like, that's just not what's in style there. They don't make frames that small anymore because everything is like. Big frames. Big frames. Gen Z is basically just the right 90s yeah. recycled. Yeah. So they're just like big square ass glasses that take up half of your fucking face. So I got the smallest big ones that I possibly could. <laughs> that was pretty much because like there was a couple that she turned, turned, I immediately put it on. I'm like, no, that is yeah. not like that is not what I'm looking for. It's like I'm not going to wear these outside of the house. They're, they're for when I'm staring in front of a computer screen, when I'm trying to impress my, my coworkers when I'm on a Zoom call. Yeah. <laughs> Hey guys, look at hey my guys, look at my frames. Look at my frames. Uh, there was one that like t- literally took up half my face. I'm like, no, no, yeah, <laughs> no, exactly. So like, they, they're basic. They're very like. I have a very simple style. And you I was do. Like, I have a very you simple very style. Much do. And I was like, yeah, the, the flashes. It is this, this, this like silver stripe down the half of the side of the whatever part of the cute. So I was like, eh, okay. But and it was the first pair I tried. And I was like. Yeah, that looks good. And then I kept trying it on. I'm like, no, no, no. And I felt bad. She's like, you maybe will try this and try this. And it's like, bring me Tommy Hilfiger and Gucci. I'm like, no, <laughs> no, I'm not buying those. Not buying Gucci. Yeah. I for sitting getting... in front of a computer, I'm not going to buy Gucci for, for computer glasses. My, the glasses I got are Swarovski. Mm. But it sounds fancy, but they were among the cheaper frames. Mm-hmm. I forget what brand the sunglasses I got are. I don't know if they were like Juicy Couture. <laughs> I think I think they were actually, yeah. but I was I saw I was I was like at first I was just like looking at the frames and whatever and what mm-hmm. I thought would look okay on me. Yeah. And then once I realized what section I'm in, I'm like Gucci three hundred dollars. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, girl, don't even show me those. Yeah. But yeah, I felt bad because I went through a lot of glasses too, and they were they're like, yeah, we have to sanitize all of these. I'm like, oh god, I'm so sorry. <laughs> She's like, it's whatever. It's yeah. a slow day. Mm, yeah. Like just dunk them in some back to, it'll <laughs> <laughs> be fine. <laughs> oh, that's it's, it's funny because the first time I, I stepped in there, like you know, because I don't know if they did with you, they're like, yeah, you come back here and wash your hands. Yeah, yeah. So they did that, hands, yeah. and like the lady bringing back, I, I I don't remember her name, but like she's like, oh, so you know, how are you feeling? Because like, oh yeah, I'm feeling great because they knew I had COVID. And I was like, I'm feeling much better. It's like, oh, but Star Wars, Star Wars was great. I'm like, oh yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. One of the girls that works there knows my parents pretty mm-hmm. well because they've been going there a long time. Yeah. And we are absolutely in need of having a play date with her and her son. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Good times. Great times. Getting old. <laughs> I think we'll end here. It's a pretty good episode. Um, but, uh, yeah, we'll try to get another one up maybe next week. But I definitely yeah. want to do a, a, going, a Going Rogue next week to recap Kenobi. Kenobi. 
So maybe that's what we'll do. Instead of red, we'll do we'll do going rogue. Maybe just to to supplement that. Okay. Because I do want to do more going rogue. Okay. So because everybody seems to express interest in it, so okay. we'll do that. But yeah, so Nikki Dimalanta. Radio voice. Nikki Dimalanta, where can they find you online? You can find me on Twitter, <laughs> Dimmy, D-I-M-M-M-Y-Y-Y. It's for me, Twitter and Instagram at Drew Dimalanta, D-I-M-A-L-E-N-T-A, and on TikTok at going, I'm sorry, going rogue? No, TikTok at Rogue Leader Drew. If you're listening to this on audio form, please follow the feed and rate us. And if you're listening on YouTube, like, comment, subscribe, click the bell icon in the lower right-hand corner to see we do things on YouTube. Just of course, every Monday going um, beyond the Smodan, and then next week we'll be going rogue instead of rad. Word. So, yes. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Radcast, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye.